So we finally got the calling line going. Let's. Who's next? Shit. All right. Here we go. Let's get YouTube going. Not a mercy. Oh, let's just reload you just for GP. I don't like the way you look. Actually, you can cancel that whole thing. Let's go ahead and quit that. And let's reopen you. I like how that look. Well, that reopens. We're going to get the people in YouTube in here. Okay, I see people starting to call in through the calling line. That's starting to come through. Level's looking good. All right. Let's start having YouTube pull up on us. All right, where's my... Come on, check for the website. So that's that, that's that, that's that. That's coming through pretty soon. Good, you know what? Let's me some time. I just want to start the intro so I can get my weeds up anyway. Skip all this. That's why you was acting up. Come on, let's go. We got a, we got an audience to take care of. We a kasha. I said, we a kasha. All right, that's the first issue we run into. Okay, Let's see if you're ready now. There we go. There we go. That's that's better. That's better. That's better. Not better. Why isn't that better? What's going on here? Uh. Okay. I see you here now. You're supposed to be my headphones. You're good. You're slow today. Hmm. I see you. Okay, that's why you're responding slow. You're still trying to do shit that I'm not telling you to do. How about this? How about you just start? So that we can start and get all the people in here. I think about that time. The levels is looking good. The levels is looking good. Hey, tough one. Tell me something. Something isn't sitting right with me with my microphone here on one of my sites. Oh, 
but we'll be coming to the Mighty Sports Podcast. We'll be starting in just moments. You know what? I may say fuck the website. Oh, I see what's going on here. I opened this bitch up like three times. My impatient ass. Okay. Let's try this again. Like it run a little bit more smoothly. All right, how is this looking now? Hmm. What is going on here? These are the little things that 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 gets that gets aggy sometimes. Cause these are the things that like you know what? It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go ahead and start, and hopefully the problem goes away. The problem doesn't go away. It's still there, staring me right in the fucking face. But you know what? I think today we'll just end up using the audio on Podbean. We'll see how that goes today. And only Podbean alone. Sorry, website people. It doesn't look like you're gonna get involved in the in the show today. But where else is the website pushing to live outside of the website? That's a good question, right? Let's proceed to skip that today. As I'm still fucking with it, I'm like, yo, you know what? Like, we're halfway here. Let's see. Let's try to make one last one last attempt to see if things are functioning right. Are you hearing me? Okay, so you know what? We're gonna say screw that. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna say screw that. We're just gonna quit that. Website won't get no love today. It's gonna be, it's just gonna be me, you on the calling line, and YouTube and everybody else. I guess that's good enough for today, ain't it? Fuck it, let's go. The levels is good, the levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels, the levels, the levels, the levels is good. I think I'm missing something, but I like, but you know what? I think I'm gonna deal with it. Sharkies, 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. 
You ain't got some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, might just be a drop of the glass and the rabbit gets full. There's only three things I have in this world. My work, my thoughts, and this podcast. And I can't find it for nobody. My team sports. Is that my cue? Is that my cue? Let's go. Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the Monty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one knowing talent, Omar Taylor. It is another Enfuego day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming to you live and direct from from from, from the from the from the from the troubled town of Tamarack, Florida, the tumultuous city. You know, <laughs> nah, bro, we're coming to you live and direct from Tamarack, Florida, folks. It is May twenty third. We had highs of ninety today, lows of seventy eight. We had a hundred percent chance of rain, depending on where you at. Fifty percent chance of rain. You know what I mean? Like, I, it was a hundred percent chance of rain where I was at. Like, it definitely, definitely, definitely rained. I know you guys see it's been a while representing my Connecticut School of Broadcasting shirt today, folks. We got a big show for you today. We got a big, 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 big show for you today. As you guys may know, you guys can see it down with it. This is Volume 7, Episode 103, Track 436. God damn, that's a lot of fucking episodes on my T-Sports Podcast. Boy, do we got a lot to talk about today, folks. We have it all. Like, we really do have it all for you guys today. Like, you, you, you understand what's coming for you guys today? Like, we, we're going to talk about the 2014-2015 Steph Curry. For some reason, that particular Steph Curry, no, I'm sorry, 2015-2016 Steph Curry. For some reason, that particular Steph Curry came into play. We're going to talk about the Heat fans, how they feel disrespected. Don't quite know why. While Luca's actually being disrespected, we got a sweep being detected. We got some Bluetooth for you erected. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the tea of the weekend for keep you connected. We're going to talk about BG and her 95 days of restriction. Right? We're going to talk about these playoffs, of course. We're going to talk about CP3 putting up her triple-double. We're going to, talk, we're going to give you um, a, a Dwayne Haskins update. We're going to talk about the wackos and their trouble. We got a big talk about injuries today because as 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 we've as we've alluded to throughout the throughout this whole entire playoffs, um, injuries are definitely shaping up the playoffs. Folks, we have all that and more right here today on the Mighty Sports Podcast this lovely Monday, May 23rd. But you guys already know what we say here, regardless of the time. Take that. Take that, take that. And regardless of the weather, you play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back. At it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Oh man, folks, do we got a big 
show for you guys today. I hope you I hope you are ready for everything. I hope you are ready for everything that's, that's, that's coming your way today. We got a whole lot to get into, folks. Like I said, folks, we got Bluetooth. We got the tea of the week, and we have it all. I don't even know if I even pull up the Bluetooth promo code. It's been a busy day. It's been a busy, busy day. You know what? Let me, let me also let me check out something here real quick, too. Did I? Okay, I did. I did. I did, folks. All right, so let, let, let's get into it all. Let's get into one and it all, right? Let's go ahead and start off the podcast because we started off the podcast a little bit late. right? We, we, started, we started off the podcast um, through halftime with the Miami Heat game. Don't be mad at me. I wanted to catch the first half in all of its glory and, 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 and all of its value. I really wanted to hear how things were going to play out because this is a very interesting series. But if you guys... Can't keep looking for what the fuck I'm looking for. But if you guys if you guys are new here, there's a way that we like to start off every single podcast. And we like to start every single podcast with a little birthday celebration. And what that is is that we we go ahead and we give a shout out to every single person that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. So that's basically gonna cover everybody from the 21st, the 22nd, and the 23rd. So like my boy Chill Will likes to say, Ayo DJ Mighty, go ahead and drop that beat. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, right? But we just gonna sing a little happy birthday song to everybody. So if you, so if you know anybody that had a birthday on twenty first, twenty second, or twenty third, you go ahead and you go and you tag them in this, and you go ahead and you, and, you, and you drop their name, and we will go ahead and give them a birthday shout out as well. You guys ready for this? You guys ready for this? Right? Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, yeah, check it, check it, yeah, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, yeah, that's how we do it here, folks, that's the birthday song, so that's your first time hearing it, I hope, I hope, I hope you was able to catch it, we're gonna sing it one more time for you guys, we always got to get to give you guys a little test run, are you guys ready, you guys ready in the back? You guys ready in the front? You guys ready to the side? What about the other side? All right. So let's get this going. All right, All right, All right. Because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. Yeah, because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. All right, folks. The first birthday we would like to give out to is to one AJ Kazana. I want to say happy birthday to AJ Kazana. After that, we would like to also to give a happy birthday to Kresha Cross. If I'm not mistaken, not only is Kresha Cross, um, um, if I'm not mistaken, still one of the top uh, one of the top earners of Prime America over here, helping families meet their financial needs, um, financial needs from coast to coast. But also, if I'm not mistaken, she was she was also part of the podcast that we shouted out not too long ago. Um, what the fuck was that podcast? The Shut Your Mouth and Know Your Role, or the Hold on one second. It was recent too. It was it was crazy recent. Where was it? Where was it? They're not the Vanessa Cookbook. It was before the Vanessa Cookbook. The Can of Worms show. I think that's the, I think that's her. 
I think that's her one of her own, one of her brethren. Then. So, so 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 shout out to to Kreisha again. We'll give give them a little birthday. Give her a birthday shout out. Also, also, also. On Saturday, I want to say happy birthday to Jaheem Wonderhits. All right, Jahi wanted to be one of the brethren that we've been partying with down here in South Florida. They're no longer down here in the in the general vicinity anymore, if I'm not mistaken. Like, like they have officially bounced from the area, but they do come down every once in a while to show some love, and that's always appreciated. Because yeah, you know what ends up happening, right? You come down to the same old water hole that we used to go party at. You randomly you run into them, like, oh shit, your hairs. Like, yeah, I'm here. A couple of shots go around, a couple of things go here and there. Next thing you know, you're like, man, you catch up on, on good times, good times, good times for everybody. All right, and also for no, no, that's all the birthdays for May twenty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For birthday for May twenty second, want to say happy birthday to um uh, to Danny Doyle. Actually, Danny Doyle is is actually ironic that I'm wearing this shirt today because Danny Doyle was actually the instructor for the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, folks. Connecticut School of Broadcasting yeah, is where I, is where I decided to go ahead and and fine tune my. My, my broadcasting, my podcasting, my announcing, my radio skills, my editing skills, all of that shit. So make sure you go check out Connecticut School of Broadcasting. They can help you get your broadcasting career um, off today. And also, one of our biggest alumni, you may recognize him best as, as Stu Gotts. Yes, folks, he was on ESPN on the Dan Levitard show. So, so you may recognize him from that as well. If you're trying to like, yo, yo, who are the people that I can recognize Connecticut School of Broadcasting? Well, that's them. That's, that, that's, 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 that's them. That's them all day long. And you know what? Not for nothing. I am thinking that we're going to have to start reserving space at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Possibly twice a month to do interviews in that particular studio for the people that feel some type of way about doing interviews at the bar. We have to start working that out. Maybe once a month we go we go to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. We'll see. That first that first week of the month may start being crazy. All right. So oh wait, no, bring that beat back. I wasn't done here. Stop stop playing with me. Right? So that's that's the birthdays for the 22nd. And then we have the birthdays today, right? I don't like what's going on back here. I keep rubbing up against this. It makes me feel like this. Right? Then we have the birthdays for today. And the birthdays for today, that happens to go out to one of my to one of my homegirls. She represents the light skinned nation. Wanna say happy birthday to Raven. Oh my god, shut the fuck up. Blah, 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 blah. She knows what she knows what she put in her on her Facebook name. As we see, as we see D-Man over here beef with somebody from Boston, folks. And now they get it. Is that a double tuck? We got about like 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, folks. And in Miami Heat again, the the, the brakes beat off of them. Yeah, the Miami, the Miami Heat is gonna beat the brakes beat off of them. 84 to, to 57. It's a 27 point game. Folks, Jalen Brown told on 12.7 rebounds, some other shit, some other shit, some other shit, folks. And, and it's crazy because 
this has been the series that we thought was probably going to go back and forth. But let's continue the birthday celebrations. We'll talk about that a little bit later, folks. So I want to say happy birthday today to Raven. Oh, my God, shut the fuck up. But also want to say happy birthday to my little cousin, um, Michelle Edie. I haven't heard from you in forever. Still want to, I still hope you're doing okay and, 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 you, and you continue to receive all the blessings and everything that, that you deserve in life due to your hard work, dedication, and and, and, and positive outreach to others. So I hope everything is continuing to go goofy for you. All right, and I, and, I, and I hope that you know every everybody everybody um, on your side is is fully aligned and is of mind is of, is of sound mind body and soul. You know what I mean in these trying times. All right, so so let's go ahead and get them all out. Right, let's go and get them all out. Right, so to AJ and to Kresha and to Jaheed and to Danny and to Raven and to Michelle, we want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. We hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, you get your weekend at Bernie's on because you just had the whole entire weekend to celebrate your birthday. Yes, yeah, I hope you continue to stay. My T. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Yeah. What's going on, Rod Rod? We see, we, see, we see one of our regulars popping up. What's going on, Ronnie? I see you. Hey, yo, DJ My T. Go ahead and do me a favor. Go ahead and cut that beat. But like I said, we had a we had a we had a we had a big weekend, right? And, and and it's been an interesting weekend because it's big in a sense that there's a lot of dynamics going on, right? Like there's not a, there's not a lot of sports going on, but what is happening in sports right now is, is holding a whole lot of weight. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? It's holding a whole lot of everything that's happening is holding a whole lot of weight. And every single weekend, it looks like something new or something old or something borrowed or something blue pops up and, and, and reminds us of why we love or hate sports. So let's go ahead and and, and bring a, and, and pour it up a little bit and, and spotlight a couple of these stories that popped up over the weekend in a, in, in a segment that is quickly sweeping the nation and is what we call the mighty tea of the weekend. guys have pulled up your drink if you haven't did that since the beginning of the show but it's time to get into the tea of the weekend folks and for this tea of the weekend folks we, we got a special blend of flavoring going on today i don't know if you like your if you like your tea with a little bit of mahogany in it and you understand over you know a, a nice little a nice little deep wood like a wood a wood flavor you know like a good a good barrel tea i know it sounds like i'm talking about whiskey but i'm talking about tea over here all right i don't know how you guys like your tea but, but you know some people like their tea with, with a little bit of wood a little bit of that smoke even 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 with even with some straws maybe you understand a little straw flavor and it kind of seems that's the kind of the tea that the golden state warriors are handing out so far as the Golden State Warriors are on the verge 
of completing a sweep of the, the Dallas Mavericks. And if you didn't know, then you should be very well aware that the Yes, folks, the Warriors have definitely come out to play. But let's not act like like every other champion in history, right? You find yourself with a little bit of luck that plays in. And what that luck usually tends to look like is the opposing team being riddled with injuries. And when we're talking about injuries, we're talking about everybody. as Because injuries are always, are always, are always playing a factor when we come to the champ, when it, when it comes to determining of who your NBA champion is. Not just NBA champion, NFL champion, major league champion, all of them. Injuries matter. And when I say injuries, I mean injuries, injuries. We're talking about, we're talking about Kyle Lowry, Jason Tatum, Otis Porter, Luka Doncic, Tyler Hero, Marcus Smart, Iguodala, Hardaway, Tucker, How, CP2, Bullock, Max Williams, Wiseman. You understand? Everywhere. And while we have bodies falling left and right in, in, in the NBA, it sounds like somebody in Major League Baseball, I hate to say it happens to be from my from one of my favorite teams, but the Yankees, the Yankees happened to use a little bit of dark humor over the weekend, folks. While the Heat fans are out here feeling disrespected for some reason, they should they shouldn't feel disrespected after what Boston has did to them this, um, tonight. Because you know what it looks like. <laughs> and apparently, the NFL owners are finally, and I say finally, voting on potentially kicking out. One of their fellow peers. And talk about finally. Finally. The Browns have re-signed one of their key one of players. We'll tell you which one in a minute. This is for you. While the Cardinals are out here and they just out here getting deals done. You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? And speaking of liking that, we have Candace Parker out here 
being one of the few rare players in NBA, in NBA history to drop multiple triple doubles. On top of being the second player in NBA history, WNBA history to even dunk a ball, she also becomes one of the few to put up a triple double. Big up to her. And also, time is And apparently, Triple G, I should say Triple G, apparently Canelo wasn't that high after all on having an immediate re, um, rematch with Bevelin. Even though they said they wanted a rematch, why? It's not your weight class. You don't have to reach up there. Go continue to dominate where you want to dominate. And also, go after a couple of money fights. And it seems exactly what they're, what they're going to do, folks. They're going to start stacking up not one Gs, not two Gs, but folks, we're going to get Triple G and Canelo going back at it again. J-M-A. Speaking of, I gotta go visit him. It's long overdue. I ain't gonna lie. Before we get to the last time, actually, no, let's get to the last time. We'll go right into it. There's two ways I can say this. I can say this in a way that relates to today's terms, and that is by saying that Andrew Wiggins gets an NFT at, on a way to the dubs getting a dub. Or I can say that Andrew Wiggins posterized Luka Doncic, put his nuts in his face, and it ain't got the and it came away with the win as the as the as the as the, as the I glitched. The Warriors celebrate their third win in the series. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. And folks, that is your tea of the weekend. Let's let's pick which tea we want to get into first. Let's get into the one that that, that almost interrupted our tea for. I'm tell you guys, we're gonna. I can't wait to next season. I'm gonna let you know now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really holding off on dropping the remix, the new opener to the tea of the weekend, until season eight. But I've been working on it for so long, and I was working on it today, again. And after that, I was just like, you know what? I just got to drop it. Like, fuck it. Like, I just got to drop it. I know I know. we're talking about, you guys are probably going to hear it for probably like the next only six weeks or so, right? Maybe even that. What are we talking about? We're about, to, we're about to be in, what? Six, that's about six weeks left. About what, two more weeks in May? And we have all of June? And by July 4th, is July 4th weekend, right around the time of the draft, is the last show of the podcast. And we got the summer break. Oh, shit. I got to get my summer body ready. I got to get my summer body ready. I got to start consuming a couple more beers. Make sure that cake is nice and firm. Pull up to my bumper, baby. I got one in the front and in the back. Pull up to my bumper, baby. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie. So, <clears throat> I got no she's a complete asshole, right? But still, I have no problem talking about shit like this. Yo, 
I ain't gonna lie. My ex-girlfriend used to call me thick. I used to hate that shit. She'd be like, yo, my nigga is thick as fuck. I'm like, yo, you know what? You know what? You know what? You wait till later tonight. You, you wait till later tonight. When you tell me to go easy, I'm not gonna go easy. Keep calling me thick if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's, let's get into the first tea of the weekend. Let, let, let's, get, let's, get, let's pull up the first tea of the day, right? This is a nice, nice little tea to sip on on Monday, on Monday evening as we get, as we watch the Heat and the Boston Celtics battle in Game Four of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And is my Xbox still on? It is. Shit. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, put on some Monopoly. Um, even though the Miami Heat are getting their ass beat, right? And it's been about it's been a double digit blowout, twenty point blowout for the majority of this game, right? And it was a blowout, at, and it was a blowout at halftime. And Miami Heat were not connecting whatsoever, and it looked like it was going to be what we see here right now. I still was optimistic for the Miami Heat. I still had not given up hope that you know what, Miami Heat could put shit together and and and, and get this game done. But 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 but, it's a big but. And it's really about the butt that's missing. And the butt that's missing is the butler. Jimmy Butler, that is. Right? Because it isn't a butler the person that does all the hard work. Isn't a butler that serves up the whole entire family, keeps the house in order, cleans shit the fuck up. The person that, that the person that's really doing the job, you know what I mean, but not really getting all of the credit for. This is why probably why Miami Heat Miami Heat fans are talking about they out here being disrespect being disrespected. But then let's talk about the Heat now since the Heat will get their ass on and this disrespect level that the, that Miami Heat fans were, were having. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, Miami Heat fans will call it into New York radio complaining. Like I don't know if they realize this when you call it to ESPN, you're basically especially the shit that you watch on TV. Right, you're basically calling to New York radio. That ESPN that you watch is tailored to the New York, Connecticut, Bristol area. It really does. And I'm listening to them cry about Miami Heat not being respected and this and yo. Of course, we would make them look like this. We've been. I know Detroit has been. I mean, Boston has been hot, but we've been the we've been the this team exactly all year. And Jimmy Butler has been this, and Bam Adebayo is this, and this and this. And not for nothing. This has been one of those series I thought was this has been a series I thought was gonna go back and forth. See, I thought people had everything wrong. But they had shit backwards. From the very beginning, I thought shit was backwards. You're not doing shit. What you not doing? <laughs> All right, I thought they had this backwards from the very beginning. Oh, I'm not calling. Well, you ain't calling no one. No, no. But listen, I was I was listening. I was listening today, and they were calling. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like I recognized a couple of names, but they weren't names of the people that I knew. But I'm telling you, there was definitely there was definitely a Bobby that called. There was definitely <laughs> there was a, there was a Jeremy that called. Like I, there, there was a Diego that called. I was like, dude, this is way this, this is way too much of a coincidence that all these names of people that I know personally of diehard Heat fans. <laughs> but. <clears throat> They were really calling and complaining, uh, complaining about the, the level of respect that the Heat weren't getting. And, and not for nothing. Even I have thought that the Miami Heat weren't getting enough recognition, right? But I didn't just think the same thing about them. This is coming towards the end of the season, the regular season. It wasn't just them I thought weren't being talked about enough. It was also Gian, it was also the reigning defending champs, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. 
I thought the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks were the two teams that were not getting enough respect. One, because the Miami Heat were the number one team in the East, and two, because the Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks were just the rated defending champion. And it's not like they had, fell in, they had fallen to like a sixth seed, or all of a sudden they found themselves in a playing game. They were the third team in the, in the East. Like, that, that's not horrific. That's kind of what you expected them to be anyway because you expected Brooklyn to be better than them initially. So, as as this game goes on, right? Like I said, there was a, there was a lot of there was a lot of problems that, that was happening here. But not as this, not even this here. Next, like, before I, before I go to the personal game, right? Let's, let's continue to talk. I thought that a lot of the experts had this had um, had their opinions of this of these two series backwards. After watching what Luker did. What Aluka did to Phoenix to come back and win that series. Everybody was questioning how does the Golden State Warriors guard Luka? And then I don't know, as if Golden State don't have a chance. Let me let me let me make sure you understand this, right? What I'm implying here. How do they guard Luka as if Golden State does not have a chance? to beat Dallas because they can't stop Luka. Then the next question was, right? That's what that, that's what they thought there. And then the other one was, oh, after seeing what Boston had done, this is going to be a quick series in with the Boston and Miami. So they thought going to stay in Dallas was going to be a drawn-out series and Miami and, Bo- and Miami and Boston was going to be a quick series. And I thought it was going to be the complete opposite. I'm like, nah, Golden State is going to bust that ass. How do they guard? How do they guard Luca? The same way they guard Jokic, except Luca is a little bit more mobile, but not mobile enough that you have to worry about him being a goddamn um, a, a wrecking ball coming out at 100 miles an hour like LeBron James. Nope, this is a very slow wrecking ball that you can that that you that you can. That you can have better half court sets for, and you saw a lot of that, right? You saw them, you saw them um, go man to man. You saw them go zone. You saw them play boxing one. You saw them, and you saw them throw every defender at Jokic that we not Jokic, but look at that we that we thought they would throw at him. We like obviously we didn't think it was gonna be. Like we said, it was, listen, it starts with Draymond Green. We, of course, it was gonna be all Draymond Green. What we've seen has been Draymond Green, it's been Andrew Wiggins, it's been Otis Porter. If Andre Nadala wasn't out because of his net, we would have seen Andre Nadala on him. We've seen a little bit of Lee. We've seen a little bit of um, Coonley, Conley, whatever, whatever, whatever the center's name is. We've seen them all take, take a little bit of time to guard him. And that's what I thought was going to happen there. And with this Boston Miami, yeah, that was always this was always a hard series to call because this was one of those series kind of thought it may have went seven. I'm still curious of how the NBA Finals is gonna actually play out. In the West, I feel like they they are very quick to blow their whistles in the West, and in the East, they allow them to be a little bit more physical and they swallow those whistles just a little bit. So I wonder which style is going to be able to prevail um, a little bit more in that finals. It's still something. It's still a running question that I have swirling around my head as I con- as we continue to get closer and closer to the NBA finals. So now, as we get to the as as we now play the third 
game for the Golden State Warriors series. And now what we're seeing is the fourth game for the Miami series. The Golden State Warriors are busting that ass, as as so eloquently put by my boy Ronnie. Right? They're they're 100% busting that ass. And it's not even close. It's not even close what we are seeing. And one of the, I want to say one of the, One of the surprising pieces to most people, if you haven't been paying, really paying attention to the Golden State Warriors all year, is is Jordan Poole. Now, Jordan Poole is an individual that we told you guys to watch for at the beginning of the season. Go back to the early tapes. Right? Early in the season, we told you guys to watch for Jordan Poole. For no other reason that Stephen Curry gave him a ring and a ring and, um, a ring and endorsement. He's like, okay, let's watch him. Let's keep an eye on this pool guy. And we've seen him all year, slowly coming to his own, start balling. And then when Steph went down, it was basically pool unleashed. And we were like, oh, well, if this is what you're going to get from pool, when you get Stephen Curry back, like, they may be a problem. They've been a problem all year. We just haven't been paying attention. They didn't just magically stumble upon the third seed in the e- in the West. But like some other teams, or, or like they may have learned already, winning 73 games really doesn't matter anymore. Even though I would like to see the Golden State Warriors go back another season and try to win 73 or 74 games. I'm not going to lie to you. I would like them to try to do that one year just so they can go back and and, and right that wrong. But we saw Jordan Poole come into his own, right? Even so much so that when they first came, when when Steph Curry first came back in the first round, Poole was cooking and had had the offense flowing to a point where it's like, we don't want to disturb this. Let's go ahead and let the young man cook. And we've already said this. That right there may have been one of the one of the biggest key points to Poole's career. It wasn't just having him play all season and really start to get used to his role, right? By the time he by the time he took over that starting position for Stephen Curry, he was used to the role. But what he had now, because of what they did in the first round of the playoffs, was the confidence to now do it at the highest level. To be able to, to to black out, go unconscious, and just play ball. These are the Warriors 2.0. And I don't even think we realize how different but similar they are to their reigning, defending championship squad from a couple years ago. I don't think we realize how really close they are to that team. Let me drop some dimes on you real quick. Right? Hold on, because I don't want you to spill your tea. I've been spanking mine all day. A little patango ray. You know. Jimmy Butler going to the back. Oh, you know, oh no, I, I say early. Just, just going to the back. It's over. 
Wait, is that Greg Williams' brand new baby? Did he bring his two-week-year-old baby to the game? Is that irresponsible? Is that irresponsible bringing a two-week-old baby, two-week-old-year-old baby to a to a to a game? I don't care if you're a player or not. Is that kind of irresponsible? Ah, let me leave him alone. Whatever, do what you do, B. Like, like I'm not really judging you based off of that. I, I, I just, I, that just caught me off guard. Like, I'm not saying that because, like, that, that's outside of fandom. That's outside. Like, I just really thought it was kind of like, oh, dude, yeah, it's poor taste. Blah, blah soccer blue. Pooey, pooey. So, okay, so let's get back to it. The Warriors have the Warriors. They they they've been for real. Like I don't think anybody's been taking them for granted, but it's but it's it's kind of like what what we what they've been wanting is like you forget in a sense of who these people are when you don't see them for a year, when you don't see them for two years, and then you see everybody else start growing in the league, and they're like, damn. Everybody else has been getting better. How is this person going to keep up? How can they be that same dominant person? Well, also, they're that same, because they're the same dominant team. See, we talk about cultures and atmospheres and stuff like that, right? One culture we don't talk about enough so far, I think, at times either right now, is probably the Golden State Warriors, right? We've talked about, we've talked about San Antonio's culture. We've talked about Boston Celtics' culture. Right, we've we've, I when I say talk about complimented, right? We've complimented the Miami Heat culture even even up to recent. But for what the Golden State Warriors have been building under under Steve Kerr and Stephen Curry, right? That also started with Mark Jackson, right? Doesn't get enough credit either because, like I said, this really is a remix to that championship stride. And it's so closely weaving, we, we're, we're kind of blinded by it, right? Or we're kind of oblivious to it, I should say. The two players that they probably have right now making the most difference are kind of the same two players that they had before. Doing the same exact shit. Just Remix to adapt to today's era, today's game. Which is exactly what you need and you should have. Jordan Poole is your Sean Livingston. He is him. That other light-skinned guy off the bench that can dribble, post up, shoot, pass. You don't understand? Run the offense. Take the ball out of Stephen Curry's hand so Stephen Curry could, can play his his Ray Allen, Richard Jefferson, um, not Richard Jefferson, but Rip Hamilton Road role. Move without the ball, get to his space, and yaka, yaka, yaka. Three times for the people in the back. And Andrew Wiggins is your Andre Ingadala. Your athletic wing guy, p- p- defensive, um, three point shot, um, slasher. 
You don't have to put the ball in your hand and score 20 points per game like you used to. You heard Steph say it. You don't have to score those 20 points per game like you used to. You know, like, like, because, like, like we know that you can. You don't have to worry about that kind of responsibility. Andre Iguodala, come here. You don't have to put up 20 point, points per game like you used to in Philadelphia. Run out of gas in the fourth quarter and can't help and can't help your team. For, nah, just do what we need you to do. Play defense, be a slap. You know what I mean? Play defense. You can relax on offense, put more money on engine defense, catch you slashing to get rebounds, things like that. Be vocal on defense, help call out picks, be help be a defensive anchor. Remember what we said about the Golden State Warriors years ago when they lost that championship. And they had and they had Harrison Barnes as their as their as 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 one as their small forward. Well we told that they didn't need Kevin Durant to win a championship. They just needed slightly better than Harrison Barnes. And, and, and more importantly, somebody that can probably uh, like, like can probably be another ball handler. Because that's really what they missed, was somebody that can get their own shot with the ball in their hand. They went full extreme on that on, on that measurement stick. They got the best of the best. They didn't get just slightly better than Matthew Barnes. They got uh, uh, Harrison Barnes. They got better than everybody in that category. But they only needed better than Harrison Barnes to do it. Right now, that's exactly what they have here. They have Harrison Barnes all over again. They have, cause look at it. They have guys like Otis Porter and Lee and all, and all these other guys, all these other shooters, all these other bench players. And if you don't see how closely knit, not only, not only closely knit this team is, but also closely knit to that championship team that they were. You're gonna be in for a surprise. Now, it's, and now it's funny though because I don't think the Miami Heat would have a chance against the, against the Golden State Warriors. But I believe that the 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 Boston Celtics have a better chance against them for some reason. We may have to go a little bit more depth into that. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But someday for the rest of our lives. I know that I'm saying that. Right here. Let me put a marker on here. Right. Right at the 49-minute mark. Right. Let's call it the 50. Let's let's call it a 50-minute mark exactly. Because I'll go ahead and just stall it again and, and then re-say it right now. When it comes to the finals, I really well, I, I think why well, well obviously it's like Golden State's gonna go there. But when it comes to the finals. I don't think the Miami Heat have a chance when it comes to the goal, when it comes to playing the Golden State Warriors, and I'll go ahead and say it now. But I believe the Boston Celtics have a better chance. I don't think either one of them will win against the Golden State Warriors. I just think the I just think for some reason for for matchup reasons, I think the Golden State Warriors have a better the Boston Celtics have a better chance against the Golden State Warriors than the Miami Heat. And also because I don't think Miami Heat would have a chance against them. But ultimately, I hate both of those squads. So I hope both of them lose to the Golden State Warriors and Stephen Curry and them could go in and get their fifth ring. Is it fifth? Is it five? One, two, three, four, fifth? Was it one before Kevin Durant and then two with him? I think it is. No, yeah, I think so. This is no, I'm sorry. This is their third ring. 
They're going after their fourth to tie LeBron James. That's what that is. And, man, let's talk about... Because we haven't even really talked about the game yet. We, I, I was just, we just talked about the scenario so far, right? Like the storylines that, that, that have surrounded them. This game is crazy, right? But, again, this is another game where... Yeah, Dallas came out. Dallas came out hot. They 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 really did. They came out hot and they had an early lead in this game. Kind of kind of similar to what Boston did to Miami, right? But it just didn't end the same way. The Golden State Warriors just start chipping away. You you, you saw uh, I they were down by eight, I think. I remember I was sitting right here talking to my boy. They were down by eight. Stephen Curry comes out, hit a three point shot, right. Was it down by eight or down by, oh, up by seven? They're up by seven. I remember thinking to myself, okay, they come down and, and, and hit a point and hit a shot here. You're talking about a four or five point game. You know what I mean? With, with, with the time that they have left. Then next, you know, this, this, um, this thing gets opened up from there. That's what I was thinking. Steph Curry comes and hit a three point shot. Then they miss. Andrew Wiggins gets, gets a put back dunk. Come back into the corner. Steph Curry hits another three-point shot. Next, you know the Warriors are up by one, and and less than a minute, they less than a minute, the Golden State Warriors removed a seven-point deficit, like it was nothing. And then they just started cooking, and it was a wrap. No looking back. Yak and yak. Don't talk back. They turned to salt. And and the and the Boston and the, and the Boston Celtics, but the. Dallas Mavericks were definitely salty after this. And not for nothing, they're doing their best, right? People make like, I know what I know what people are saying sometimes that you know they're only getting double digit points or, or they're only getting production from Luca and Dimwitty and and and, and um Jalen Brunson. But that, but normally that's enough. It's just not enough for Golden State. You understand? No, no, no. Let me, let me give you the numbers, right? Because it's not just double digit they're getting. They're getting 40 from Luka, 20 from Brunson, 26 from Spencer Dinwiddie. When they talked about the big three in Miami back in those days, when they talked about them having 86 points between the three of them, they were also normally talking about a win. You understand? Most teams hope to have three guys that they can put on the floor and at any given time, Give them 20 plus points. To be honest with you, you would generally think that, hey, if I can get my three guys on the floor at the same time or whenever, that are Dinwiddie, Jalen Brunson, and Luca, that I can play point guard, shooting guard, and small forward by position, I should be in a good position to win a basketball game. And you're right. Under normal circumstances. Versus 95% of the league. 
that's good enough. Like so, so it's not that. So I want to say that. I don't, so when I say that, yo, that they're just not good. They're just not good enough to beat the Golden State Warriors. This kind of effort is good enough. To, I now understand. Like they need to get better scoring from everybody else, right? Fifty Smith got you nine points. Reggie Bullock was 0 for 7, 0 for, 0 for 7 for 3, 0 for 10 for um um from field goal range. He got um he scored nothing. He didn't even go to the free throw line because he doesn't drive to the lane. Actually, I'm lying. He went, he went to the lane, got one free throw attempt, missed it. Power got you three points. They went nine deep in their rotation. None, no points from Kleber, two points from Bertantis on, on a driving dunk. Like the first dunk he's had, uh, like I think he's, I think that's only like one of like three dunks he had all season, and also nothing from Frank again. So the 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 Golden State Warriors may have conceded to a couple of things. They may have conceded that yeah, we definitely can't stop Luca, but also at the same time, Jalen Brunson's probably gonna get his do his thing, and so Spencer Dinwiddie. These guys just have some kind of characteristics that are gonna allow them to score twenty something points. So. Those three guys can do their thing. Nobody else gonna score. While the Golden State Warriors, you have your you have your big four at putting up their numbers. You have you have Stephen Curry that he he goes he puts up thirty one points. Clay Thompson puts up nineteen. Draymond Green puts up ten. And Poole only gave you ten points as well. Yeah, but the three pointer that he made. At the end of the game, with three of the more crucial points of his ten, and was and was and it was really the closer, like the caught the nail in the coffin, to be able to shut out, uh, shut this team down in, in the end of game three. But you also got ten points from Green. You got nine from Looney. But Looney also grabbed you twelve points. I'm um, twelve rebounds. I mean. And then obviously the man of the hour, Andrew Wiggins, with his 27 points. 11 rebounds. Three assists. And he was bodying people. Like I said, he had a he had a he po- he, he posterized Luka Doncic. He had a putback dunk um to um to, um right um towards a stretch, towards the stretch when they were trying to finally take the lead because the Golden State Warriors had been down for the majority of the game. This game, this game, this game last night. If there had to be an overreaction that I was willing to indulge in after this one game last night, right? That would be, I don't know how any team is going to stop the Golden State Warriors and Stephen Curry from getting their fourth championship. Or the Golden State Warriors with Stephen Curry on getting their fourth championship. I don't know how you're going to stop them at all. And I think I've mentioned this already to you guys. When it comes to the Golden State Warriors, right, especially with the way that they play, and not just the three-point shot, but the ball movement, 
right? The defense, like the smarts. Like I said, they threw out at least four different sets that I can recognize. At the at the Dallas Maverick. Like I said, it was a boxing one um zone, then it was a then it was um then it was a three two zone at one point in time. They ran man to man. What else did they run? Did they want did they run a two no they didn't run a two three zone? They picked him up full court. That could have only been the three. It could have been at the full court press. But even full court press is a, is a defensive set. So you saw them just constantly just keep Luca off his axis. Even while he scored 40 points. It's different. And, and part of the reason why it's different is because Stephen Curry isn't gonna run out of gas the way Chris Paul did. Not 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 at this stage of his career yet. And also, because Stephen Curry and this squad has won a championship, they know what's needed to break through that glass ceiling. CP3 doesn't. So you always have the opportunity to beat them. Because they fully don't know what it takes to to go to take it all the way through the top. They can take it to the top. They get to the tape. They don't know how to run through the tape. They're the they're the wide receiver that has a wide open touchdown, and they always let the ball go on the one yard line. That's them. While the Golden State Warriors know and have learned that now we, we have to run through the tape. We have to make sure we have possession all the way through the back of the end zone. Like, yo, when we get to the top, that's not the top. We have to break through the top and touch the and get to the peak. So that's, so that's also the difference. The difference is in also a little bit of intensity, I, I guess I want to say, between the two teams is because the Golden State Warriors knew not to let Dallas back in that game. Or not just back in that game. Back in the series. By allow, by them, by by allowing them to win that game. And I say allowing them to win that game because they willed them, they, they willed and skilled themselves their way to a victory. So now we find the Golden State Warriors up 3-0. I want to find out what's the what's what's the origin of gentleman sweep? Like, you know what? Because gentleman sweep really just sounds like a gentleman's way of saying that I just busted your ass. But because I'm such a gentleman, I'm like, you know what? I didn't bust his ass. That's kind of gave a little judgment sweep. What happens when somebody sweeps your ass? If they, if like, yo, this nigga got swept up and down the thing. Like, yo, that means you got drugged up and down. That means you got your ass bust. Pillar the post. 
want to look up the origin of, of, of Gentleman's Sweep. Because Gentleman's Sweep just sounds like a really nice way of still saying I bust your ass. And I guess that's what it means by being a gentleman. Where's my remotes? See if I can find something else to put on. Oh, 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 oh. We almost forgot something. So let's go ahead and speaking of setting the foot on, right? Let's go ahead and remind you about remind you guys about this, right? And, and it's something that we have been talking about now for about if if we're talking about something that's 95 days in the making, so we've been talking about this easily for 81 of them. And that is about the one thing that we probably want for Christmas more than anything else, hopefully. She doesn't have to wait this long. So I hope I can have it for my birthday. And that is the freedom of one Brittany Griner. Yes, folks. We like to remind you guys and talk and, and make sure we take some time out of every single podcast to remind you guys that Brittany Griner still happens to be a hostage of Russia on trumped up weight charges, where she is currently being held hostage now for what has been 95 days. Now, we always talk about Brittany Griner because sometimes, as we say, as, as we know that, our our women athletes. Wait, video shows fight between airline worker and passenger in Newark. Oh, goddamn, Jersey man. Oh, damn. Damn. Florida. Oh, sent them back on a conveyor belt. That dude almost became luggage. Right, I gotta turn this. <laughs> For real, for real. They almost made that dude luggage. Stop playing with me. Hey, yo. We're going to go on some NBA TV. See what's popping up over there. Yeah, let's go to the NBA network. Hey, now. But let's go ahead and talk about, about Brittany Griner. Actually, you know what? We're going to go ahead and take our first break of the podcast and when we'll come back we'll get a little bit more into Brittany Griner and, and talk about her and remind you guys of the phenomenal athlete that Brittany Griner is but before we do that we'll tell you how you can be phenomenal right and you could be phenomenal as well with a little thing called blue chew what is blue chew well, blue chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your throat. All you have to do is open up a packet, head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. What am I talking about? Blue chew. This thing has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Yes, folks, it's chewable Viagra and Cialis. So this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And for a very low cost, you can, you can, you can beat it up like a boss. The only thing you'll need to do... If you want to try Blue Chew, is use my promo code. We have a promo code of LJYJ. Yes, folks, this week's promo code is LJYJ. That's Lima Juliet Yankee Juliet. And you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, folks. That is a promo code to get yourself the first promo, the first order of Blue Chew for free from the good folks here at the Mighty Sports Podcast. 
And when you get your Bluetooth, folks, there's going to be two instructions that you're going to need to follow very closely. So I want you to pay attention because I don't want you to fuck this up. You chew it, and then you do it. That's it. Ladies, you can order it too. Don't be a sh- listen. That's like how ladies, you can carry condoms, but like, hey, yo, make sure you show protection. Or make sure you got protection. Like, hey, yo, my, my dude. Yeah. You don't got one. I got one of these for you. You know what I mean? You got to make sure you stay protected. You go to be like, hey, yo, my dude. You've been drinking a lot today. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yo, my dude. You said you was about to do a lot of shit in your text messages. I want to make sure that you do all of that shit. Here goes a blue chew. Mmm, candy. My dude, you know what I mean? You've been talking to shorties all day, saying over all the good stuff. Like, like I listen, listen, listen. Don't get it twisted. Like, I'm trying to, I'm like, I got a date coming up pretty soon. I'm telling you right now, that Thursday night, I'm popping a blue chew. I'm going to stay ready. You know I mean, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> you understand? Guys, you go out, you've been drinking a little bit too much, enjoying a little bit too much time. You come home a little drunk and you're like, damn, girl, I'm going to tear that up. But the next thing you know, you're just pushing rope. You know what I mean? Over there, you pushing little P. Little P. I'm going to show you how to push a capital P. Take a Bluetooth. It cures whiskey dick. So I'm going to say it. You get a cure for whiskey dick. Again, I'll remind you. The promo code is LJ, Lima Juliet, YJ, Yankee Juliet. First order of Bluetooth for free. You won't regret it. Actually, you'll be coming back for more. I guarantee. Now, why you want to go and do that? You do that. And now, why you want to go and do that? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into a little bit of something. Yo, I took them out. I'm an asshole for that one. Damn it. I forgot about something. All right. So let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get and, and get and talk and go back into the story and get it and talk about Brittany Griner, right? As I, as I remind you guys again, that Brittany Griner has been locked up now for 95 days. She has been locked up. Uh, uh, she's been falsely detained in Russia on trumped up weed charges. Easiest way I can say it so it can relate to everybody, to every black American, <laughs> every black person in America. Yep, she's being held on trumped up weed charges, right? And she's also being used as leverage for negotiations so that they can try to bring, so that they can, so that America can possibly release one of their arms dealers, right? Known armed terrorist dealer, right? So that's one of the things that, they, that they're trying to do. Part of the reason why they probably didn't want to make a big stink about Brittany Griner so that she wouldn't be given more importance so that they can use, so they can try to use her to try to get back more collateral use her for more leverage. But it's only so long that you can silence the American people. We've never been silencing on the Mighty Sports Podcast. While other industries and other and other uh, other productions and other networks may have may, may have taken that 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 silence until they couldn't take it anymore. We never took that oath of silence. I'm sorry, unfortunately. Like one of the things too, we will admit it. I don't think I was big enough to be on any to be enough on anybody's radar. I know I'm big enough to be on ESPN's research and development team. Like, yeah, they're on our team. Is always listening to the podcast, right? <laughs> and I, and I know that you listen to the to, to this podcast too, Ricky Rose. You know what I mean? But I 
other than that, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we ain't big enough, but we also, but we also, we're also not small enough that our voice is not won't be heard and, and and it won't get touched. That listen, every single time that we have a podcast until that she gets free, we will remind you guys of who this badass woman is, and that is because they don't say enough about her. Because like I said, if she would have been a beloved member, like like your Kyrie Irving or, or Kevin Garnett, I'm trying to think of another individual. One championship that 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 if they were if they were to be falsely detained by another country, we could go Google Gaga. If they, if they were Aaron Rodgers, we would hear about this every single day. Yes, folks, she is on the level of those guys. She is the she is she is an Aaron Rodgers like person in the WNBA. Yes, folks, she is a Kevin Garnett like person in the WNBA. Yes, she is a she is a Kyrie Irving like person in the, in the without the headaches. <laughs> and, and, and yes, she is that polarizer. She is that good. She is that skilled. She is a champion, a seven-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, eight-time block leader, two-time peak performer, three-time and two three-time NBA first team, three-time NBA second team, two-time defensive player of the year, three-time defensive first team, four-time defensive second team. She's been up, she's been on an all-rookie team. You only can make that team once, obviously. NCAA champion, most outstanding player, AP player of the year, Big 12 play of the year three times, defensive player of the year four times, high school player of the year means that she was the best player in the nation coming out of high school. High school player of the year. You heard me talk about the second woman in NBA history to, to, to dunk a ball or not too long ago in Candace Parker. Well, guess what? Brittany Griner is the third woman in NBA history to dunk a ball. She's all of that and a bag of chips and more. Talking about kettled corn, salt and vinegar, jalapeno, black kettled corn. You know, not, you know, I'm talking about kettle, you know, cracked pepper. And I don't care. I don't care. Like she's a badass woman when it comes. She's a badass person when it comes to her sport. All the people I saw out there talking shit about Candace Parker and all the other stuff, right? You you understand that she is one hundred times more skilled in her job than you are at ever been in anything that you do. Just saying. And yet you out there talking shit. But you know what's funny though, because you still talk. You still at least commenting. You're still talking. You're still interacting. Well, just go, just go ahead and share and watch. And for everybody that does love the sport, for everybody that does love the sport, folks, something, and this is how I know they listen. This is how I know they listen. Something that I have been wanting now from them for probably the last three years, they have done. And I think last year may have been the first time that we actually gave a practical solution for something that we would actually accept for it. And even that has happened. So I don't know if you guys have known for, for we've always told you about the price of the WNBA every single time it comes out, right? Every single time the WNBA, every time the, every time the season starts, we always remind you guys. Because in the past, you were able to purchase the whole entire season of the WNBA for $16, folks. $16 for the whole season. You understand everybody else's season like 250 so for 16, so and that's why I say, like, whether you watch it or not, subscribe. It's $25. I'm sorry, it's, it's $16. 
Like all of that, all of that exposure, all the things that you that you that you were like, oh, well, if you want them to say, you see, you always have all of your suggestions that you want to give, or all your stipulations that you want to have onto why you want to watch them or support them. When they're giving you all kinds of ways to watch and support them. Well, maybe if you lower the rim one, well, I seen I seen that stupid shit again. You only lower the rim one foot. Well, why don't they cut an inch off your dick? How about that? Yeah, you don't you don't like how that sounds, do you? Stupid motherfucker. Sorry, you guys piss me off. <laughs> and they won't cuss you out, but I will. Um, what they need is support. Whether you watch it or not, pay for the subscription. It was sixteen dollars. What's gonna hurt you? You pay. You you spend more than that on weed, but it gives you access to at least watch. Now you now you now you know you at least have it there to watch, to consume, to to go into. Now what used to happen for sixteen ninety nine though, you get the whole season, but you could only watch it on your phone or on your laptop. That was very annoying to me. Because, you know, you wouldn't do other things. You want to be on your phone sometimes. Or you may have to do so. If I'm going to sit here and watch a game, I may need to be on my laptop. Even if I'm projecting it to the TV, I need. I may need to be on there to do something. Well, folks, that has been fixed. That has now officially been fixed. I know. I don't know if I said it last year, but I know I've definitely said it this year. I should, have, I should have definitely repeated it by this year. I was willing to pay an extra $8 more. I mean, I was willing to get up to $24.99. If you were to find a way to get it in a regular app store so I could watch it on my television, because that is super fucking annoying. That is one way, one reason why I've missed a lot of games, because I'm like, damn, I haven't been to go on my phone for this. I can't just be like, oh, what, what, what can I watch today? Oh, let me just go right into the WNBA app and put on a game in the afternoon and watch that. Get your ratings and get everything. And guess what, folks? That is now a thing. For $24.99. You can purchase the whole entire season for the WNBA, folks, $24.99. And now you can watch it on your phone. You can watch it on your laptop. You can watch it on your tablet. And now you can watch it on your uh, on your television through your Fire Stick or other Android devices. Um, Apple TV, things like that. They have on all of them now, folks. And that is probably, I think, the biggest. What's, oh, shit. Shit will pop up. <laughs> and that's probably the biggest thing that they could have done one of the biggest thing they could have done recently is just make it more easily accessible because access is key as well too like people don't like to have to jump through too many hoops to have to go find their sports or to go find the things that they need the easier you can make it to find the better for people and that's what they have done hey you keep your you, you know what I'm not even going to comment on Joe Wills, what he's saying. I'm just going to smoke to it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I immediately, yes, folks, as soon as I found it out, you already know what I did. I updated my information, and I purchased the season today. And I watched again Candace Parker put on a put on a masterful performance as she recorded another triple double. And and enough for nothing. I was surprised. I really was surprised that there aren't a lot more triple doubles in the WNBA. Only because you have a lot of women that put up like there, there's a lot of double double machines, right? There are tons of double double machines. In, in, in the WNBA. I just didn't realize that there weren't that many triple doubles being attained. I, obviously, I thought there was going to be a lot of, like, a, a few centers, 
like foul, like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, 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 like fouls and stuff like that. I, I thought she would have had a couple of triple doubles by the time of her career. Cheryl Swoops, I thought would have had a couple in her career. I, I thought Candace Park would have had more than two, you know, to, right, to be honest with you. Like, but the fact that, that they, they, they said, hey, yo, she, she's, she's the only one to put up multiple triple doubles. I'm like, multiple? No, only? Really? I'm like, well, shit, you guys supposed to be double-double machines. Like, shit. I know damn near every guard, right, every point guard is, a, is damn near a double-double machine. Especially the good ones. And the WNBA is, 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 is riddled with talent because the league, just they don't have enough teams. So they, their teams get stacked with talent. We're talking about stack, stack. We're talking about NBA in the 60s stacked. <laughs> but it's a but it's a nice it's a nice good step. And also the Seattle the Seattle Storm. They recently um they recently purchased and built a new practice facility. Up completely upgraded, more, you know, better anemones, things like that, but also they put it closer to the men's um, to the men's facility as well, so that there can be more exchanges and interaction, and 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 also you know like in, like yeah interactions interactions in, yeah, basically more interactions, so they can also train together a little bit. You know what I mean? You don't have to go so far to see each other, and that, that also they can be they can start integrating themselves more as a whole entire family because you guys see it all the time. But NBA players. They make it out to WNBA games. They really do. They, they, they go out there and they show their support for real, for real. Like, they definitely make it out there. They make it out there. So now they get their... That's what it's like watching, too, the NBA in the 50s. <laughs> I'll, I'll read that one. Listen, and, 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 and there's some people from that era that, that, that you can't even talk to today and be like, yo... And convinced that there that there's a player better than some of the players that they saw back then. I'm just saying. Which I'm glad that came up. I wanted to talk about that. I actually kind of wanted to talk about that. So let's go ahead and do that. Right, we're gonna we'll, we'll go ahead and switch gears. So I, I want to talk about that topic before I forget. I'm not writing that shit down. Oh shit, what's going on, Johnny? Let's realize Johnny popped up. Um. So, don't you guys? Don't you guys forget now? So the WNBA season has started, right? Candace Parker and her Chicago Sky end up beating Ella Deladon and the Washington Mystics not too long ago, right? Candace Parker end up putting up a mean ass triple double. But more importantly, her team, her, her championship team, end up getting the getting the W. And the WNBA app is now on your Fire Stick and your Apple TVs so it can now be streamed. You can now watch it directly on whatever device you have hooked up to your TV. Folks, and that is big. That is big, 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 big as they continue to make take progressive steps. to Because not for nothing, I feel like the WNBA, they've been stagnant for a while, right? It's as if like the owners, they, they weren't really invest like. All of them were, and we see this in some other leagues too, right? Because we see, we see, and all leagues have this. The NBA has this. The NFL has this. Major League Baseball has this. You have some owners that are fully vested in trying to not just better their team, but better their sport, and 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 make just general life better, and uh, and also trying their best to 
to promote it and monetize it and, and help make it a profit. And then you have some people that just own it and be like, hey, we'll just let it sit here and let it just do its natural thing. Uh, you know what I mean? That's, oh, it'll, like we, we have it here. It'll, it'll do a thing and, and they're okay to break even. Right? But now you're starting to get, not, not only because of what was about to happen, right? Where if he was still alive, rest in peace to Kobe, right? He would have, see, and that's, and that's the reason why I really so like I think for this reason I really wish Kobe was 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 alive now because all of the people that talk all of that shit about the WNBA I wanted to hear them talk that shit when Kobe was presented like like all that shit I wanted to hear them say all that when Kobe because you know like half of them would have went over there and been watching it just what would have been watching it would have started watching the WNBA and, and been more supportive of it just to suck Kobe's dick like like we all know this. Like I really, like I really wish Kobe was alive, just to see, just to watch all of those people's energy shift, just because this is something that Kobe is now doing. So they're like, "Oh shit, Kobe's doing it. That was cool. Let's go watch this." Because you know, half of them couldn't think for themselves before that. That's like, I really miss Kobe before them, but you see the footprints that Kobe, that that Kobe left behind. Started to now pick up momentum, as so we just seen the, the the soccer team just get um just um just just be able to um negotiate equal pay, um for 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 their con- um um contribution to the Olympics, and we're starting to see constant momentum, Title Nine momentum, continuously take uh, continuously to take place. Like hey, NIL probably the best thing that could happen also for women's sports, especially for college, because. There are some women's programs, they're going to make so much money. And I think that's going to be the big part of it, too, is that they can now start making their money from college. And that also is going to help, especially for, for places like the WNBA, because now they can get proper exposure early. They can get monetized exposure early. And that is just going to, that is going to just, and that wave is just going to go directly into their NBA career. It's good to see guys like Al Davis. Is it Al Davis? Steve Davis. I don't know what his son's name is. Why right? Steve Davis, Al Davis' son, um, joined the WNBA and, and and want to invest. Like I said, we've seen investments come um coming recently um um due to the, due to the movement. You saw what Kobe was 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 starting to was was starting to um to put into it, right? So you you starting to see things. Now you still to see a lot more momentum starting to pick up lately as it seems like they're not just allowing the league to just sit back and be stagnant. Because we all know that if you're stagnant, then you're falling behind. You have to constantly be progressive and constantly be growing. And it looks like they're starting to work starting to work through ways to also weed out those owners that aren't trying to aren't aren't weren't trying to be progressive in the sport and see if they can find also more progressive owners. So let's see if this also leads to a more, to, to also is this stuff that I'm hearing, right? So this, this so let's see if this also lead to more stuff now, like to, to like more other athlete investors. The one of the things that, that I think that it, it, should, it should be happening already. Now let's see if we can start getting, and now we can start getting the Dwayne Wade's and the LeBron James and I listen. I'm and maybe even I would not be surprised. It, it will be the one time I would actually fully accept it. God damn it! That's how desperate I am. 
<laughs> but I'll even take Alex Rodriguez buying it. I would not be surprised if Alex Rodriguez eyes this as Alex Rodriguez just recently, like I said, we heard him trying to buy a football team, right? He recently just bought into um into into the PFL, one of the MMA leagues or whatever, like the pro fighting league. He's a he's a, he's in on on the XFL like 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 I said Alex Rodriguez is really trying to get he he bought into a part of like an NBA team he's trying to make sure he can get in part of anywhere he can I understand it I get it so I won't so won't be surprised if you hear about Alex Rodriguez possibly owning a WNBA team and this will be one of those few times like I said like <laughs> where I won't have anything negative to say about Alex Rodriguez actually you know what Alex Rodriguez somebody tag Alex in this. Alex Rodriguez, if you want to buy a WNBA team, I think I actually know the perfect place for you to buy one at. Right here in South Florida. Right here in South Florida. You know, yeah, Alex. Yeah, imagine it now. You own a team in South Florida, right? You have your suites. You have all the access to the all the Laplias, all of the putas. Laplias and putas, homie. Laplias and putas. Like, there's a J-Lo every 10 blocks. That's all I'm saying. And, and, I'm, and I was about to say every 10 women, there's a J-Lo. But, <laughs> but it's actually probably a little more. Like, like you could catch a J-Lo every three blocks, actually, most likely. Like, we're talking about putting a WNBA team down here. You know what? You know what? You put a nice little club in there like they, like they do for the, um, for, the, um, for the FTX arena. Making it, you make it a whole, you make it a whole experience. You make it a vibe. You know what to do for South Florida. You can't just put a, you, you can't just put a WNBA team in, a, in, a, in an arena. You have to make it a vibe. But what you do, don't go crazy. Put it, in, put it in like one of those, one of those little tiny arenas, right? Where you can pack it and it and it can just get rocking. So that way you you get advantage. You you can take advantage of when you do have a packed crowd. That motherfucker is going, and 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 it gives a home court advantage. Like, like make it like a college arena, kind of in a sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like where, where, where you can take it. Where you don't have to worry about trying to lose money on seats because hey, you know I don't have that many seats. Plus, also we're talking in today's in today's era, anywhere people want to watch stuff um, remotely more than anything else, right? So start making sure start start making sure you put these WNBA games in the metaverse. Be the fourth be, be the forefront person on that, Alex Rodriguez. Just saying, they're just throwing out some free ideas out there for you guys. This is what I would be doing if I had you guys kind of if I had your money. I'm just saying, I'm just letting you guys know. I would out. I'm telling you right now, you you build you attach that court to a club that's always open. So even if you're not going to the game, you can go to the club. And obviously, this is a hot. This is a decent club. WNBA players are there all the time. Make it a real vibe. Yeah, you got that one for free. Let's see here. That, that one came in like the the, the minute. That one that one was a rant for for a while. That one came in like the hour and twenty five minute mark.
Alex Rodriguez, A Rod, it's on you. It's, listen, it's, it's on you right now. Like you over here trying to get everything everywhere else. You, you try to get soccer teams. You try to get baseball teams. You try to get. This is the next step. This is the next progressive step. Also, it fits your lifestyle. Like if owning a WNBA team in South Florida didn't fit anybody else's lifestyle, it definitely fits yours. It definitely, definitely fits yours. You understand the kind of doors. I mean, and honest, you're Alex Rodriguez. You need a lot of doors open for you, but you understand, like, like it's like you literally have your own private pipeline of putas. <laughs> It'd be your puta pipeline. <laughs> Seriously. But I'm gonna warn you right now, Alex. I'm gonna warn you right now, Alex. If you own the team, you can't be in a relationship with any of your players, okay? You can't start fucking your players. I'm telling you, there's going to be one of your players that would have had a crush on you ever since she was a little kid. Whatever it is, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a setup, and that's how you're going to lose your team. Don't fuck your players. All right. <laughs> Speaking of players getting fucked, let's go. Let's go ahead and move on up, up to the next segment, right? Because this, outside of the players actually playing games, this may be the very next biggest thing that's that's probably going to affect the w, the NBA championship more than anything else, and that is just wholeheartedly injuries. Like, I don't know if you guys understand. It's a fucking massacre out there. Like, they, like there are bodies, like, like being lost every day. Like, like, like. It really feels like like teams are out here going to war. The Miami Heat, Cal Lowry, hamstring, Tyler Hero, groin, PJ Tucker, knee, Max Strauss, hammy, Gabe Vincent, hammy, Jimmy Butler, knee. Uh, Tucker, Jimmy, Lowry, Hero. That's damn near four starters. I'm not saying you guys saw the blowout today for the, Miami, uh, the Boston against Miami Heat. And, and it's not to say that the Boston Celtics don't have their own problem. Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum, shoulder, but he played. Marcus Smart, ankle, I don't think he played. Hauser, shoulder. Williams, knee. Golden State Warriors, Otis Porter, feet. Or foot, sorry. Andre Ingadala, neck. Gary Payton the second elbow. Wiseman knee. Dallas Luca shoulder. Hardaway foot. Bullock shoulder. He fucked like we talked about Reggie Bullock only like, and his poor shooting. Right? He shot over twelve, but he also fucked up his shoulder early in the game, and came back and muscled it out. And I know people like to say, well, well, it's not his shooting shoulder. That's because it's not your see and. People don't understand this, right? And they talk, they kind of they say this a lot, 
And I think it's kind of programmed us or some people to make us believe that, oh, if it's not your shooting hand, then you're okay. Because we've seen some great players like Kobe, like just tap this, just wrap up their shoulder or wrap up their fingers and just not use that finger to shoot or shoot or, or play a game and shoot with their off hand. Like, you understand, Kobe was a different monster. He was the 1% of the 1%. Reggie Bullock, he fucked up his shoulder, and 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 we what we don't talk about enough when people have injuries to their off their off hand or their off extremity is that that don't mean I don't fuck up your mechanics. If my shoulder is if my the problem that you're talking about, I'm gonna have with my my shooting shoulder. Is I'm gonna have the same problem with my non shooting hand, a non shooting shoulder. If you would have thought if you if you're saying he's like oh damn oh look. At least it's his non-shooting shoulder. What problem did you think I would have had if it was my shooting shoulder? What? Maybe it's such a, a contusion that I can't lift my arm up? Well, if I can't lift my non-shooting arm up, how the fuck am I supposed to get into a shooting motion? A proper shooting motion. Like I said, unless she, uh, un, unless you are just a freak of nature like Kobe, Right? Then, who's who? Who? How many of these NBA players are just gonna shoot with their offhand the rest of the game and be effective? How many of them can shoot with all of a sudden is gonna switch over and shoot with one hand and be effective? See, we marvel at that feat that Kobe did because when he did it, he was effective. The fact that he even tried to do it is even phenomenal enough. But he also did it; he was effective. That's what makes him special. Nobody else will even think to do it. And the ones that do, they're probably not effective. I'm not saying that Reggie Bullock is, is, is Kobe. No, not at all. I'm, I'm just saying that we've been trained by, we get spoiled by sometimes comparing people to what the greatest of the greatest of the greatest of the greatest do. They're not realizing that there are common people out there. And the common person can't do that even when they're the, you understand? The common person of the 1% still can't do what the 1% of the 1% can do. In his space, he's normal. And normal people are his normal ass. Like, hey, my my, my non-shooting shoulder's fucked up. 0 for 12 kind of night. But we also said this about Reggie Bullock. Reggie, We said Reggie Bullock has a lot of John Starks in him. If he starts off 0 for 12 or 0 for 2, you probably gonna you may get a 3 for 12 night from him. Cause things are gonna look bad early. But let him hit his his first two out of his first his two first two shots or first two out of his first three shot three pointers. Then you may look at a nine for twelve night that night. Everything is hidden. It all depends on what happens early. He's gonna play defense all game. He'll give you that. And that's the reason, part of the reason why Reggie Bullock came back in that game, to give him some D. Pause. But he was an effective shooter. Some people could get through it. Luka Doncic, he, he, he muscled through his. Jason Tatum muscled, muscled through that shoulder. We see Otis Porter tried to come back on his feet. Couldn't make it.
So yeah, the injuries, injuries are 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 real serious. Auto, it's auto. He doesn't. He doesn't have an S on the end of his name. Who? Addis. Addis don't even sound like somebody's name. You just made that up. Otis Porter. <laughs> Otis, no, Otis Porter, my bad. Otis Porter. Otis Porter. Otis Porter. Otis. 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 Porter. What? Tomorrow. Otis Porter Jr.? Yeah, Otis Porter Jr. <laughs> Man, you are the king. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's Otis Porter Jr. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Auto, it's O T T O. Auto. He has no S on his name. I S, none of that. Man, this guy is the worst. You've done this shit for the last month. I just heard you. Just keeps calling this new Otis. Otis don't even that's not like an animal. I don't even sound like nobody's name. And then Otis, oh it's if it's not it could be Otis. He was Otis, that's still messed up Otis. The easiest name in the world. And then it's neither one of them. It's Otto. Otto. Like the car. It's Otto. Otto Porter. Junior. Oh, okay. Audi Porter. <laughs> it's not. You said like the car, right? Audi. Uh, auto, like automobile. Auto. Okay. Auto. Auto. Auto not, quarter. Not only, not only the sound good though. I, I like Otis better. Yeah, I just, I just don't I, sound like no nothing. <laughs> sound like a, <laughs> that sound. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I have been here for probably like the last week or so, like stepping all over his name. Like I, I, yes, I've said his name probably four different I've, times. Yes, I've no more than that because I've heard you. Um, I heard you four times. I wasn't here the whole time. Uh, God. So you definitely said it probably like ten times. Because but you've been saying I that. I think it started when we were trying to determine who was going to guard Luca. And I think that's when we started like, yo, it could be Otis Porter, it could be Otto Porter, it could, you know what I mean? It could be Otis Porter. They could throw all of them at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's a rap for them. Oh no, yeah, it's a big rap for them. It's it's a big rap for them. It's 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 a good learning experience. As always. Yeah, but it's gonna give them a leg up because they're gonna win. I mean, I I if I had to put, I, I should have put money on it, um uh, better get in a year. Should have put money on Brooklyn and and go to state. And I gotta start betting more. Like I just haven't, because I don't know how to big better like our gambler. Because I just don't do it. But something just makes sense, right? So yeah. if you take five hundred dollars and put it on, just put it on. You know, go to state to win the ring. You know, whether the odds or not. Obviously, there's gonna be probably not the best if you were to bet on somebody. somebody else. No, let me see. I know I saw online somebody that's be, that's betted like around like six thousand dollars, and the payout is gonna be about eighty thousand, right? Mm. And they are and whoever the betting site is, they're willing to cash him out right now at like thirty nine thousand. Mm-hmm. I seen that too. So I was like, oh damn! 
I was like, okay. No. Like, see, that's, that's, that's that shit, though, ain't it? Because, like, damn, be how confident. That'd be silly, though. That'd be silly, though, because Boston hurt, Miami hurt. But they going to go hurt, and then. But you know what, though? Go to you know State. Go to State, ain't. Go to State ain't really hurt. Like <laughs> on wood. They ain't hurt. You're right, though, because uh, for Boston. And they about, like, to get a, like, they about to get about a whole an extra week and a half wet rest yeah, look like, like. 12 days they make it like two whole yes. weeks damn near yes and for them 30 year old they 30 they ain't like the young number they 30 that's gonna be all needed yeah all they, they, yeah they're all in the early 30s except well except for the young guys but then them like this is even better for them talk about like, the major people you know what i'm saying i'm talking about the major people like especially with curry he get knickknacked all easy you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like they, he get hurt easy. Clay been, you know, he's coming off, you know, injury. Still, it's gonna be good rest, so they can get ready to. They gonna bust yeah, it. So I'm looking at this injury report that I have here for the Warriors. We're only, we're really only talking about Otis Porter, and and CP two, really being the two guys that are injured, right? We haven't counted on Wiseman in three years, so he don't count. And Andre Gondala, we haven't like they just kind of brought him here back here like like they have andrew wiggins now they, they don't need him like he's here for emotional support <laughs> when i said this two years ago i said this two years ago i wish i could have bet two years ago y'all just gave go to state they got the team that already won the championship even without with durant they got him the first pick in the draft yeah because they we were right here and then the second year yeah the second year they got the fourth or fifth pick in the draft I'm like, man, what? They just got a super team. They just got a super team right back. Yep. And then they they drafted pool and they man, they organ organization is it's dynamic. You got pool, then you got you got them guys on the bench. What we talking about, like Kamungo on the bench. You got you get I mean you got three or four starters on the bench on the teams. Like other Navy starters. This is really close to the other that that um you know, Wiggins is taking the, the but he better. He better than Barnes. He's better than him. But you know what? And Wiggins is game. actually taking up Andre Godala's role, I feel like. No, he's a taking the Harrison Barnes role. Now that, well, that too. He's, he's doing both of their jobs. That's what I'm saying. He's better than Harrison Barnes. He can play defense. He's a or defensive maybe stopper. Or Otis is doing Andre Godala's job, and he's doing Wiggins' job. Man, listen. <laughs> Wiggins, Wiggins does Harrison Barnes' job times two because he's not only can – Scored. I mean, he's not a shooter as her as Barnes is, but he's just but everything he, else he's good at. He's more athletic. He's a better defender. But he I could mean, be overall, that he's a better he scorer. But yeah, he could yeah, be that he's shooter. overall a better scorer. Scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's overall a better scorer than Harrison Barnes. So, and he's more athletic. So, they they uh, they are upgrades, and and they're in their primes. They're like right in the middle of their primes. So. That's gonna be easy. That's gonna be easy to ring, cause neither one of them teams know how to win. Well, Miami maybe, maybe, cause they've been to they they was in the championship a couple of years ago. But Boston won't know what they're doing. They're gonna be deers in the headlights. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good series either way. I think, but I think they're gonna whoever played Golden State on they're gonna win in six. Yeah, I don't. I was saying it earlier. I don't think that Miami has a great chance against Golden State. I think Boston has a better chance. So I think Miami gets washed in five, and Boston may go to six. They get, they get washed in five, and they go, 
No, it could probably go to seven games. It could go to seven. I just don't think because how it's been going, these weird. It's just been weird how to, you know, the last side of the game has been. I think it felt. I think it depends on officiating. If they call the games the way they've been calling the East, where they allow you to play, then Golden State, then it'll probably go a little bit longer. But if they have those whistles the way they've been playing it in the West, where they've been on and they touch you on everything, mm. then Golden State is going to run over them, I'll run right through them. They're going to run straight through the tape. They're going to run through them like their tape. No, they'll put the whistle in their pocket because they ain't got no, they ain't got no bad blood. I've told you, like the only reason they was calling those games like that because it's a lot of bad blood. Legitimate, like Minnesota and um, no, you know, I'm talking about, no, I'm Memphis. talking about, oh well, okay, but yes, we'll see. But even in this round, I feel like they've been calling them. Oh, what going say in um, Dallas? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't, it hasn't I been so that. bad, like you know, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been as bad as the first two rounds. But, but it was because it was it was lightweight. It was it was noticeable the first two rounds. Yeah, it was way it more was noticeable. noticeable. The like the like last I, said, two, I watched the last two games. And I, I mean, I wasn't like I wouldn't feel like they was. But that was Memphis game. though. That was one hundred percent. The Wiggins fouls was ridiculous, and, but yeah. Oh my God, yo, let's talk about that, right? Because we 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 actually haven't fully dissected that yet. Andrew Wiggins gets up, right? And like I said, he has a, he has a wonderful game. Puts up over twenty points. But then he has his shining moment. He he keep like they call it they call it an NFT, but he posterized the fuck out of Luca. And what I go to jail on my first roll? This is some bullshit. <laughs> Play Monopoly while we do this podcast. <laughs> so so oh my god, I I'm having another thought pattern that's that that that's that's taking over. And I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to address this. The NBA, they, they, and I, and I don't think there's any way around this because players are always gonna keep finding ways to try to, to try. You know what I mean? To try to manipulate the system, but, but they, they swapped out one problem for another. Oh, the NBA. Yeah. So they no longer do the. They no longer, you know, you know. I don't know if you know. They no longer do that automatic, like review of every little thing in the end of two minutes, right? They 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 was they stopped doing that. It was it was extending games ridiculously too long. They took that out. They changed out flopping and other and other little rules. But what they added was. What they end up, what they end up adding, was the fact that they can now look at any review or any play to see like malicious intent, like intent and stuff like, or to see if it had, you know, if it warrants a technical basically. And I think now there's been far too many reviews of those coming about because. That review, that Andrew Wiggins play, when he dunked on Luca, there's nothing there that should be re- should be reviewed for a possible offensive foul or technical foul on him. But also, players are, like you see Luca, Luca flop, act like he got hit in the face. Because if there would have been any slight contact, 
then and I mean even any slight then then he could have won he could have overturned that. They would they they could have possibly that that would have been overturned and, and and we're talking about taking away one of a like a beautiful poster posterizing moment. And yeah. I'm I glad like they challenged it, it. I'm glad they put that challenge in too. That shit was amazing, though. Like it's, it's. But it's not even a challenge. That was about, a... about five or ten games in the in the year. If you be able to catch them, maybe one. You might even catch one or two. They on prime time. If you just watching the game and it's in the moment, it's in front of everybody in the playoffs and something like that happened. It looked like when you go back at it, it, it like in slow motion, it don't do it justice. Like watching the real time was like, oh my god! Like, dude I mean, he looked like him. he was. He went man, through him. But he looked like he was. He, man, it just looked crazy. It just looked like he was in the air for like so long. It was full extension. It was everything a dunk should be. But he didn't really buy him. Like he touched him, but he it just looked worse from the. It just. But either way, man, it still got dunked on, and it was bad. But also, it was bad. Can we give a to the? I know we talked about the Golden State Warriors a little a little bit earlier, and we, and we talked about their culture, right? But let's really give their culture a, like some some a little bit more credit because they've unlocked Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins has been a big disappointment, kind like kind of sorta. He's been under underwhelming. I don't want to say he's been a, big, a disappointment. Yeah, he's been underwhelming been, to say the least because he should have been. He was supposed to be the next LeBron for the cast, to be honest. Without, yeah, he's you know been something, mean? something more than what he is. Like he's been basically underwhelming. That is kind of ho hum. Like so, the fact that the Golden State Warriors have unlocked Andrew Wiggins—that is big. Like, like really big. Like, yo, big up to uh, again, again. Like, that is goes to speak again to their culture, the things that they do in their training. Um, how. Not only are players empowered by their coach and entrusted by their coach, but how the players are, are empowered and entrusted by their star player. Like it really, it, it really, really speaks to how people and and you hear it too, right? It starts now, with every, Curry. You're right. It starts with Curry. You, you yeah. hit it right on the head. He's and, a, and, he's and, a, and he's in most, most working, of these situations, unselfish. Yeah. You know, in most of these situations, it normally does. When we hear about. San Antonio, right? This is what we hear when we hear yeah, about New England. This is what we heard. Now when we hear about Golden State, this is what we hear. You know what we don't hear about this act? We don't. We never hear it from a LeBron James team. Yeah. Unless, unless That's it was like Ty Lue kind of. Ty Ty Lue and Eric Spoelstra, and Eric Spoelstra to this day, we're kind of ready to recognize. Actually, we have recognized as one of the best coaches in the game, if not currently the best coach in the game not named Steve Kerr and we may give yeah. him slightly better credit than Steve Kerr because I gotta see Steve, I gotta see Steve Kerr do it with nobody man that's an organizational thing I, and Steve Kerr becoming a new Phil Jackson basically because you just don't know what he can do without that talent but man when is that when it's when that's more than just a coach that's an organization putting in another coach but getting the best Defensive mind, offensive mind, and putting him in the room. Now that's what Kurt did. He's doing with Phil Doctor. Like Mike Brown, the, one of the he's top three, top two defensive oh, coach yeah. in the league. You know what I'm saying? You got Kurt. Now he been there. Mike Brown been there for so long. Now he just all you got to do is pull up as assistant because they didn't got it by now. You know what I'm saying? 
And so you can take Kerr. He's he's the offensive, you know, guy, but he they probably pull in the guru offensive guru and then they just run do what they do because they got all the shooting. It makes it easy for them. And these guys go out on their own and develop. Mike Brown's going to Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah. And so like these 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 guys are are developing in the system, not they encourage it. Whatever it is, they're bringing these guys along. Like Curry and Clay and Draymond, they're bringing these guys along with them. Whatever mm-hmm. regimen they're doing, I feel like they're doing it as a team. Because this is one thing to – like when you get to the NBA or the NFL, they're teaching you the game. They're teaching you where to be, how to go, the aspects of football. But to actually get better at that position, say as a shooter, as a dribbler, at, you know what I'm saying, the fundamentals – to enhance that, to go to advanced fundamentals, to all that you. you have to do on your own. Yeah, you got to do on your own. Like they'll, they, do yeah, like they'll provide, the, like they'll they'll provide the coach there, but you got to go schedule that time with that coach and go put in that work with that coach. Yeah, or or even or just get your own, or just get yeah, one curry, or or just you know what I'm saying, right? So they got them there, but it's up to you to go out your way and take that initiative to be that. That's what Kobe, that's the Kobe, that's the Jordan, that's just the off seasons, the eating right and all of that. And so they do that. They, they man, they do it as a group, I feel, because you don't get these guys coming in and just just coming in like this and, and being successful like this on by mistake. So that's why I was always talking they got Durant. Like, you don't need Durant. No. You don't, you don't need it is need better than Harrison Barnes. <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. And which like, wasn't really bad. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, Bars was like a French all star at one point. He was a French all star like at one the, point. Yeah, Durant was top yeah. of that food chain. They didn't need Durant. Yeah. They just better than Harrison Barnes. And honestly, yeah. better than Harrison Barnes, but also somebody that can get their own, that can, that can hopefully create their own shot because that's what I always thought. Just a thought legitimate wing home. player. Just a legitimate wing player. A legitimate yeah. wing player that they didn't have. They, I mean, they got Draymond, but he's not a. He's, you play, they got, but they didn't the actual wing guy. And that's what. That's what uh, you know he brings. He's a legitimate wing player. Harrison Barnes wasn't that guy. He could he couldn't put it on the ground, get to the rim. He's on the slasher. He was just a one trick pony that can play a little bit defense. Yeah, Wiggins he could he could shoot. Now he can go to the hole. He can he's the be, he's the best probably the best defender, perimeter defender on the team, right? And so. Yeah, I mean, next to, you know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, now that, so, now yeah. that Gary Payton is in there, he probably is. Well, as you know, well, yeah. you probably talk about him, Gary Payton. It's, it's probably between him, Gary Payton, and Clay. And probably because they want to give yeah. Clay the Well, Clay not no more because, yeah, yeah, Clay ain't no more because he just but, had too many injuries. But now that he's a slouch. Yeah, in that half-court set, you saw Clay, you saw Clay guard, you saw him guard Luka, and Luka was locked the fuck up. It's just now, if you're going to put that responsibility of having somebody pick him up 90 feet, you're not going to do that to Clay. Right, right, right. Because you just... You do that to Gary Payton. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. right. You do that to Mungo. You do that to Otis. Yeah, right. (laughs) 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 I even forgot that dude was on their team, man. I I forgot. That's huge. That's a deep-ass team, bro. Literally, they got a whole other starting five on the bench. No, almost this like is, a four man start five. This is their championship team all over again. With yeah, that shit crazy. Inserted with with players that are more adaptive to today's time. It's the same mm-hmm. kind of players because 
You still got an Andrew Ingadala-like guy. You still have a Sean Livingston-like guy. You still have people like that. It's just that now Sean Livingston is replaced with Jordan Poole, a guy that has a little bit more ball, has probably a little bit more flash to him, a little bit more bet, and a natural tendency to shoot more threes. Where Sean Livingston's natural tendency was to was to either post up or shoot in the mid-range, but he still does his work in the mid-range because Golden State's still offense still requires you to still be highly productive in the mid-range. Yeah. It's just that yeah, man. They, 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 they give you a thousand paper cuts with, 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 with the mid-range, and then suddenly you don't see these three points coming all of a sudden off with a leg, 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 arm, arm, a leg. And you're like, God yeah. damn, I'm just a fucking torso and a head over here. Where the fuck are my limbs? Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. That's what I'm like, and I, I said it again. I, I say it to you. I've said it before. I say it again, because we're about to come to a we're about to come to a time where we have to take our hard break. The when the Golden State Golden State Warriors when they're good or when yeah when they're good and they're cooking since they've had this um and, and they've always been kind of excited to be honest with you but. When they're in it and they're and they're doing good, they they make basketball exciting to they make the NBA exciting to watch. They are because yes, they, they exciting style of basketball and they, and they play. Yeah. To be honest, with you, they may play the best style of basketball on offense and defense. And and I know people think that they take a lot of threes, but it really is kind of pure. Like it is like like they're not just like they take those threes because they have it. Like there are teams taking taking fifty three pointers a game and they shoot twenty five percent. They're god damn it! How many times are they gonna send me to fucking jail? Sorry, got sent to jail again. <laughs> this is some bullshit. I forgot what I was saying now, but I know it was general. But generally, it was just that they they make back yeah because no because they play the right way on offense on ball movement and taking advantage of pick and rolls and mismatches and open shots and you know and even though you have even your point guard could come off ball and then on defense they, you know what I mean they can they can they can play they can play man to man they'll they, they have the guys to guard you um on 96 feet they can play zone and and they'll play they'll they'll play two three they'll play three two they'll play boxing one you understand like they, they'll they'll do it all all in one set. Like, they never... People talk about them like they all they do is shoot threes, but the Golden State Warriors are never complacent. And, and people don't realize that. They really aren't complacent when it comes to their offense or their defense. They make adjustments, and they will switch shit up consistently, consistently, consistently. Look at how they played Luka. Look how many different, how many different, 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 Matt, different individual matchups he had that um um that he um um that he saw and how many different defensive sets he looked at they threw everything at him and it wasn't just because you had to outsmart Luca they're outsmarting Jason Kidd on top of it too and Jason Kidd is out here running that shit as if he's playing in VR like 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 I said Okay, I, I got a get out of jail free card. If there was anybody that needed a fucking jail, get out of jail free card, it was my ass. Watch them not send me to jail anymore the rest of the game. Fucking assholes. They're slowing down my property consumption. Niggas out here eating up the board. 
Yeah, so I, 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 just, I just feel a way about, about the Golden State Warriors. And listen, what we're going to do here, we're going to take a hard break. And when we come back, we're going we're gonna to continue with the final hour of the Mighty Sports Podcast. In the final hour, we're going to go over about the potential racist comments made by the Yankees player. We'll talk about that. We have an update on Dwayne Haskins. Also, we're going to see if you guys, we're going to have a discussion about either Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving. Who do you prefer? And I saw a list of the best point guards in 2016. Surprisingly, there wasn't somebody on that list. We'll give you that list when we come back in the final hour of the Mighty Sports Podcast, right after this final hour. And folks, yeah, my schedule's all over the place. But that's sure. It's okay, mama. It's okay. So is mine. So is mine. So it's all right. And look, like what that what that says is that we we both out here making paper and doing our thing. What? You wildin'. Somebody's about to give me an offer that they're about to get the card. So let me, let me explain this to you before we lose everybody on Podbean. So what's about to happen, we're about to play you guys a commercial. For everybody that's on Podbean, right? Um, You're going to lose us, but go ahead and just look for the next live feed. You're going to see that pop right back up. Everybody else, don't go anywhere. You're going to hear a nice little commercial. We'll be right back in the next minute or so right here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done. Offer me that and, that. and only some are able that. to do it. They are brighter, How about better educated, led, and off. equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, Keep your money. lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops. All prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference.